Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. I hope your week is going well. Today, I'm joined by a friend of mine, Miss Carrie Tabor. Hi, Carrie. Hello, Carmen. I'm glad you joined me today, friend. Thank you for the invitation. Yeah. Typically, I'm learning that these podcasts just follow coffee with somebody. And I've recently <laughs> got to have coffee and catch up with you. And um, it was time. It was time to bring you onto a podcast and share some of what God's doing in your life. So, so I'm grateful. Carrie, tell the ladies a little bit about Carrie, who you are, and where you're at right now in this season of life. Okay. In this season of life, currently a pastor's wife, after uh, my husband served 28 years in the United States Air Force, and, and we lived all over the United States, which, you know, brought many different experiences in, in different churches. We're empty nesters and grew up in church from the time I was eight, uh, went to a Christian school, didn't always live the way Christ would have had me live. And so that brought some experiences as well. That is awesome. Made me who I am today and part of the ministry that we have today. Amen. That's good. That's good. You know, Carrie, I'm trying to think of when I first met you. It's been several years ago that I think I drove over and had coffee with you because your in your story is just it's it's unique and it's it's just special. I mean, we all have stories, but you just I'll just say it, you look too young to have had 28 years with military and I remember thinking that you know because you at the, at the time I met you I think your husband was transitioning out of the military at that time if I'm remembering correctly you are correct yes transitioning from the military into pastoring yeah in Centralia Illinois yes And Carrie, I'm trying to remember some of that conversation because I meet women like you more often than not, meaning that God has called their husband into a pastor's role and given them a local church. But the sidekick, the wife, (laughs) is coming on as much of a call to ministry and strong. And and I'm going to say the operations and the vision and the strategy side of it. And that's you. That's you. Um, And that's some of the conversation I'm remembering. So go ahead and share for the other ladies that didn't have that cup of coffee with me. What was it like from your perspective when God brought you guys to Centralia? The call was clear. (laughs) Ministry is always something that we've been involved in and plugged into wherever we were at. And so we have filled many different roles in different churches uh, throughout our our time in various areas. Being called to the ministry is something that happened on my life when I was eight years old. Mm. And at that point, I, I thought it was to the mission field. And that thought in my mind always meant like overseas. Okay. But as I got older, I realized that that meant wherever God mm-hmm. had me at that moment. That's good. Now, Ronnie's healthcare background, right? Am I remembering right? Radiology? Yes, radiology. Yes. Okay. Um, so, so that's that's the role he played in the military and then transitions over to church. <laughs> yes. And I remember in our conversation, I was talking about the fact that he was going to let his registry go back. Uh-huh. And... And I wasn't, I was a little nervous 
uh, about that. And, and you said, um, maybe it's time he feels it's time to burn the bridge. And, and that was really an aha for me that there, there is no going back. We are moving forward where God wants us to go. Amen. That's neat that you just reminded me of that because literally in the last hour before getting on this call to record this podcast, I just burned a bridge, not in a negative way, but I know I can't go back. And so thank you yeah. for taking my own words and reading them. <laughs> but in all honesty, Carrie, I was sharing something with you at that moment that my husband did in, you know, in his life that I watched as he burned a bridge. He, he didn't renew a license to go back into healthcare. So in a way, thank you, friend. It's yeah. almost like my husband's talking to me again through you. So, oh, so you. that's. That's, that's good. That's that good. good. He very good, very good, and faithful, and faithful. Yeah. All right, I love what you said. We can't go back. You know, we're always on this journey. We're always moving forward with God. However, we know that God wastes nothing, and He puts some tools in our toolboxes. He gives us opportunities and experiences and education and relationships and networking. And Carrie, I, I want to pivot to a specific ministry that's happening through your church right now that you are so gracious to give me a tour of, you know, just in the last month. But before I get there, I want to give a picture to the women that are listening in that sometimes it may seem like God's moving you on from something and he's moving you on from a position or maybe a particular time with that. But he's he has very much the, he's very intentional that he's going to use that somehow in the in the future. So tell tell us a little bit about how you served in the past before coming to Centralia. Sure. And the reason I served is that I experienced an unplanned pregnancy at the age of 21. I didn't know pregnancy centers existed at that time, though they did in my area. It wasn't until probably about five years after that I became aware of pregnancy center ministry and just had a, a heart and a desire to be a part of that and use my experience to help other women. I wasn't able at that point to get involved in pregnancy center ministry, but uh, then it was probably another five years where God opened the door for us to be in a church where there was a group of people who wanted to start a pregnancy clinic on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Mm -hmm. And that was my confirmation that that's where we were supposed to be so I had the privilege of being a part of that group. Uh, we began, began the process of, you know, what is it going to take? Walking that road, um, the pregnancy clinic opened in 2003. And I also had the privilege to serve as the executive director of that ministry for five years before uh, the Air Force moved us. Uh -huh. So pregnancy clinic min ministry has always been um, like a big part of both of our, our lives, mine and my husband's, a near and dear to our hearts. And so after we got to Centralia a couple of years ago, the pregnancy clinic director in Centralia approached us and asked if we would be open to starting a ministry through our church called Embrace Grace. And the mission, also the, the vision of Embrace Grace is that every girl with an unplanned pregnancy has a church to go to for spiritual, emotional, and physical support. And so we immediately said yes, and then began praying about that. How 
are we supposed to do this? What does this look like? And, and God just started putting pieces of the puzzle into place. That's amen. That's good. That's good. I had heard of Embrace Grace, but when I visited you um, looking at the looking at the curriculum and you have just invited another leader in, you know, alongside, you know Mm -hmm. what? You didn't invite God invited and then he connected, connected the two of you. So you've actually got Embrace Grace is a ministry resource, a turnkey ministry resources that's available to churches. And there's actually two two components, two parts. Is that is that correct? Am I remembering right? There are actually three, and okay. the first one called Embrace Grace is the ministry to uh, single pregnant women, and then the second one is Embrace Life for okay. single moms, and that is what we have just added. They just met for the uh, first time this past week, and there's Yay. a third component, yay, a third component called Embrace Legacy that is for the dads. Okay. All right. And turnkey, they give they give a church the the resources to use and the leadership development to know how to use them. They're amazing. The support is incredible. The the input from other people who also have uh, through a Facebook group who also have groups is just great. But yes, they have uh, leaders guides. They have leader training that is done online. And again, the support is great. So anytime we have a question, we can text, we can email, and they're they're great about getting back to us quickly. That's super. That's super. Yeah. Okay, I have to ask, how did the first meeting go this past week? <laughs> All right. So Embrace Grace started, uh-huh. and we initially had nine registered. Uh-huh. And so I was curious to see how many end up following through right. because... That usually is, uh, we don't have as many follow through as show interest. We had two show the first night. We expect probably to have five. Okay. Um, Our groups in the past have been two or three at a time. Mm -hmm. With Embrace Grace, we do a a baby shower for Uh them at the end. So having two to three has seemed very manageable. Sure. So this semester, if we do have five who um, complete the semester and we have a baby shower for five, uh, like I'm just anxious, not anxious. I'm looking forward to seeing what God will do and how he will provide uh-huh. for that. Yeah. For Embrace Life, this would have, uh, so our first ever night for Embrace Life. And there are three girls who were previous Embrace Grace Okay, um, attendees that are enrolled for Embrace Life, and and I sent our leader for Embrace Life a text message earlier that day, and I said, I'm praying that you have peace and confidence in God, like no matter what tonight brings. <laughs> yeah. And they did not have anybody show up that first night, but the leaders had a chance to really uh, sit with each other and share. And it it was a good thing. And I told her we've had that happen with Embrace Grace too, but it's okay. God's in control. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And getting to meet her, you know, through the introductions, 
she knows it's okay too. So God, God's Absolutely. timing. God's timing. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. All yeah. right. So Carrie, you've talked about this ministry and we're going to, um, ladies, if you're listening, we're going to tag that resource, Embrace Grace and Embrace Life. It's all coming under, and then Embrace Legacy. It's all coming under that same umbrella. So we'll put that in the episode notes so you can have us at a reference. And Carrie, if it's okay, I'm going to put your contact information also if somebody wants to talk to you further about what that ministry looks like for you guys or could look like um, in their community community through through their church. Is that okay, friend? Sounds great. Super. Now yeah. you guys, you're housing it through what you're calling the well. So the you you yes. guys have this ministry coming out from under your church called the well and then embrace grace and embrace life and maybe eventually embrace legacy is coming out from under the well. And there's more components okay. of the well. So tell us a little bit about the well. Okay. Uh so we had done one or two semesters and of Embrace Grace and then, you know, really saw the, the need for continuing to work with these women to um, help them physically, emotionally, spiritually. Uh, providing for the women physically meant helping them with some larger items they might need, such as a crib. And again, we just didn't have room at, at the church. Being part of pregnancy clinic ministry, uh, we had a program there called Earn While You Learn, and we helped with clothing and any anything that a, a mom or baby might need. From that experience, we also have a strong benevolence ministry at church, and it had recently come to my attention that uh, one of the churches in our association had closed, and uh, so we checked to see if that building was available, ended up getting in touch with the Baptist Foundation, and we are in a lease with them for a minimal cost. And and so in that building is where we are offering Embrace Grace, Embrace Life. We have also done financial management classes in there. We have a, a boutique set up with clothing of all sizes and household goods that are available to anyone who participates in the programs. And, and again, we also kind of pull from there to when we have benevolence requests come in through our church. I'm just, I'm just so impressed. And I was so excited that I got the chance to come down and see that. Ladies, if you're listening, this is where I say lean in because this is the community, you know, just getting, I, I shared a real example how I got to meet Carrie several years ago, but not that many years ago. And then the relationship just kind of builds and, you know, God just crosses our paths. And, and what we see is when we turn our lives over to God, <laughs> you know, he starts to work and what Carrie's describing through yeah. the well or embrace grace or embrace life, that's the kingdom of God on the move. You know, we're just we're just being present in the communities that he's put us in as light. And there's resources there to help you. And more important, there's there's people there to encourage. So if you're not connected with us, get connected. You can find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. Follow us on Instagram at, at Illinois Baptist Women or check out resources on our webpage at IBSA.org backslash women. Carrie, I think when I got to tour the well, 
I was I was just beyond impressed. I don't know what I expected, but to see how you guys took another resource, but just the layers of outreach that you're that you're doing through that. But knowing you for a little bit, I know also that you abide and you abide well because I know personally, and we're always talking to women about this, that God will do a lot through us. Ephesians four is it four ten right that he we're the masterpiece. He has works that for us. But he's not as concerned about that as is he as he is with an intimate relationship with us. So for the ladies that are listening in, give them. I, I appreciate you sharing a little bit of your story earlier too. What does it look like for you to abide and walk with God on a daily basis? Well, I think to consistently and intentionally uh, do the basics that every Christian. Christ follower who wants an intimate relationship with God should be doing, and and that is communing with Him, being in His Word, and and digging in mm-hmm. to the Word, praying, but listening as well, mm-hmm. and then being involved with a a body of believers who you know we have that reciprocal relationship, right? We're we're encouraging, we're being encouraged, we're loving, we're being loved. Yeah, that's good. So many times we try to do the work before before seeking God first and spending that time in that intimate relationship. And I'm learning more and more, Carrie, that it's in the midst of the work that I even have to seek. I don't want to say more, but it seems like I have to be a little more radical at times with leaning in because mm-hmm. I need to go deeper. And sometimes what you just said, the 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 normal things, my normal rhythms, I'm learning that word, my normal rhythms, I need to add to those sometimes because it's just me saying, God, I'm seeking you with even more because I think as he's doing, I don't want to say more through you, and that might be the right word, But I think that relationship has to become even more intimate because the enemy is not up for anything good that God wants to do through your through your life. Right. The attacks definitely come, have been very pressing. And but we know that God has given us all the weapons that we need. And and though sometimes our battles look like flesh and blood, they're not. What a reminder, right? (laughs) What what a reminder. So goodness. And to seek first, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added. That like constantly, uh, Holy Spirit repeats in, in my head to, it, it doesn't matter how small or how big to seek God first. Good. That's a good word. That's a good word. All right, Carrie, this is the part I always hate winding down from the podcast. Um, <laughs> what, what, what might be a word that you'd give somebody out there that's listening to us today, just to encourage them in their own personal walk? But then also, what might you be speaking into a woman that may say, you know what, I need embrace grace or embrace grace or embrace life, or God's put this ministry on my heart and I've never known where to start. What might be a word of encouragement or guidance you'd offer them today? I would say if it is uh, something that God has put on your heart, like take the step. Uh, you won't you won't regret it. It'll be scary. It's always uncomfortable to get out of our comfort zone, right? <laughs> but that's where growth happens. And so what we see in these groups, like not only are the girls who are attending growing and learning, but we are too every step along the way. So just be obedient. Be obedient to what God wants you to do. It it 
probably will be uncomfortable. It probably will be scary because when we are in that place, I find that like that's when we are really pressing in and seeking him when if we're trying, if we're comfortable with something and we feel adequate, then we're going to be working out of our own strength and not out of his. So I think being in that uncomfortable place is right where he wants us to be. That's a good word. Ladies, and just in my own quiet time, I added a radical step and added a different Bible study in addition, just because I'm seeking. And God is so meeting me there. And Carrie, you just reminded me of one of the things that to be that follower, you know, to be part of that kingdom that's on the move that Jesus told his disciples. He was the rabbi, right? Follow me. I'll pick you. Come follow me. Meaning you're going to do, you can do the same things that I'm doing. And I remember he said, what? You are going to do more than what I'm doing because he's doing it through us if we let him invade our lives and do it through us. And that's exactly what you just said. We don't want to be going at this in our own strength, but don't be scared to yield ourselves to him and let him fill us up and to walk forward in faith as he demonstrates himself in our communities. Beautifully good. said. Good. Yes. Carrie, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Carmen. I appreciate you, friend. All right, ladies, again, in the episode notes, I'll have Carrie's contact information. I'll have links to the Embrace Grace and Embrace Life. And Carrie says, reach out to her if you want to come see maybe what they're doing or just get on the phone and have a conversation with her or some of her other leaders. They're more than willing to walk this with you. That's the advantage of being part of the community. So so I want to tell you guys to have a good rest of your Friday. I hope you have a great weekend, a blessed Sabbath, and I'll see you back here next week on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org women.